right, guys, welcome back to the podcast, Just Having a Time, where we're literally just having to, a time. And um, today is kind of going to be like a difficult time, but hopefully it's going to be a learning experience for everyone. Um, so everybody knows what's going on. There is there's a lot of um, outcry, a lot of social unrest on top of this pandemic and all that stuff. And I felt that it's kind of like kind of my duty to talk about it but like at the same time like it's a it's a good idea to educate yourselves and learn from others to see how you can play a part in this movement that's going on so i decided to do this podcast today to talk about it and i do have guests with me two guests uh would you guys introduce yourselves uh you know it's me your boy chris uh i mean stellar stellar introductions um but um these guys have worked with me at chick-fil-a they're no longer there anymore but we're still good friends we still keep it and all that stuff so uh i asked i asked on my uh snapchat story if anybody would be interested in coming on and these two um reached out and said that they would and i'm glad and also at the same time scared but like i know this is imp- this is kind of important to me, and I hope you guys come out with something um, something out of this, if anything. So let's let's get right into it. Um, Y'all get into it. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a couple topics that I wrote down. So um, I have about ten that I do definitely want to, and a couple others that. Um, we'll get to it if we don't um we have about two hours on this thing so um it can go wherever so let me see where we can start all right um so you know how people are saying like all lives matter and matter because you know george floyd was murdered by the um the cop uh derek derek whatever how you pronounce the three cops watched on and now everybody's like in, in an uproar because another black life was taken away by a cop and all that stuff. So what's your, what's you guys' thoughts on uh, people saying all lives matter in response to black lives matter? Um, To be honest, I think it's like, it's not, it's not good. It's not a good look for anyone who says it. Cause it's like the black lives matter. It doesn't, it's not trying to take away saying that all lives don't matter. Cause that's not true. All lives do matter. That's true in effect. But the All Lives Matter movement, I feel like, takes away from what the Black Black Lives Matter take, like says. It's trying to take away from that. It's like Black Lives Matter is trying to bring attention to a group of people who are not feeling that way. They don't feel like their lives matter at all, or necessarily matter at all. But like, they feel as though that it's not. It's being taken for granted. We're losing our lives to cops, and it's like no one wants that. No one wants to see that. And it's just like this is just something with George Floyd and his death was just like. The nail in the coffin, like we got to get into it, and I saw like the all is matter. Like I said, it, it does. It, I think it, it takes away from it. It's from a response that's just Black Lives Matter is there to bring attention to the scenario, and all is matter is like kind of taken away from that or the meaning from it. All right, uh, Ian. The All Lives Matter movement isn't what people claim it out to be. It's not even a movement. It's just an anti. It's a not. It's an argument against the Black Lives Matter movement. It's, hey, you guys are saying that Black Lives Matter, and you're predominantly saying 
and arguing that they matter more than, I'm not saying that you guys are saying it's more than anyone else, not more than me, the person down the road, the person that I share like a room with and everything, but it's like, you're saying that it's the All Lives Matter people and protesters, if you will, or anti-protesters are saying you guys can't discriminate the fact or stray away from the fact that everyone else matters as well when you're fighting so hard and so constrictive on this one portion. I'm not, they're saying, I'm not saying that they're, the way that the Black Lives Matter movement started, it was, it was looked down upon even when like 2013 when it came out or something like when it became a thing and even then it was like it was more predominantly like oh like black lives matter than more than your average joe schmo down the street that just is living his life it's more but at this point it's become a thing of i'm trying to raise awareness but people are going along it the wrong way yeah, because I've seen, I mean, uh, that's very well said, both of you. Uh, I've seen signs where, like, people are trying to explain uh, what it means when they say Black Lives Matter, that, yes, Black Lives Matter, but we're not saying that only Black Lives Matter, and that all lives matter, like, the, all, the hashtag all lives matter won't be, won't come to fruition if Black Lives don't matter, and then if we, like, finish with, like, if we get enough, um, not like enough, what do you call it? If once once Black Lives Matter, then like we can focus on the other minority groups until we can get to where all lives matter. So have you have you yeah. guys seen stuff like that? Yeah, because like I'll you know, scrolling through TikTok, you know, a lot of that Black Lives Matter stuff comes up on my for you page. I don't I don't mind it because like honestly, I think it's good that people bring an awareness to it. Like I said, this one video. It was like the guy did that as a joking way, but like he the the sentiment behind it was good. Is that this guy's house is on fire? You have the cop, or not the cop, the fireman putting out or spraying down another house. And the guy's like, Hey, can I can't can I get some of that water to put out the fire in my house? The guy's like, Well, no. All houses matter. And the guy's like, Well, that house is not on fire right now. I need I need it right now. We need to bring awareness to it. It's like the message behind it, which I think is good to see. But then if you go off of that statement, which I've seen all over the internet about a thousand times a day, um, you can also say, you can also make a move for like Mexican lives matter, Hispanic lives matter, um, mm -hmm. ran Canadian lives matter, who knows, for, like, it's that you're just trying, and I agree with what like you had said earlier, Rachel, but it's like, it's coming to fruition and they're trying to raise more awareness that they matter possibly more than other groups of people at this point. That's, that's what I was trying to go for. So like every time I would see those posts, I would just get angry and like, you know, move on because like there's nothing, sometimes there's nothing you can say to like make those people aware and all, with all the comics that people put out with all the videos that people pull out, put out, there's still like, for some reason, no way you can convince these people that like, while all lives matter, while all lives matter is true, black lives matter right now. And then we can get to that point in the future. So, so, so what I see with the problem with that is that you're saying that one color, like, 
one color of somebody's skin matters more currently right now than anyone else's. But also then the problem with that is that's also a racist. That's in a way another racist version of what people are trying to end right now. Half the people that are saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, don't understand where people were actually coming from when they had created this Black Lives Matter movement. I believe that they had created this movement to raise awareness for Black Lives and raise awareness for the hostility and violence that goes against people that are Black. But then... I guarantee 95% of the people that I follow on Instagram and I look watch on TikTok and look at on Twitter, 95% of them don't know what they're actually fighting for. They just see it as another way to try and get their voice out there that doesn't need to be said. That's true. Chris, you have any thoughts? Nah, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to say like... Like, that's how it is, but I'm saying that most people probably don't know what they're talking about. They're just trying to join in with their friends that are black, their neighbors that are black that they've met, random people that they've met. They're just trying to make sense of it all, but they don't know what they're fighting for in general. That, I feel like okay. that's true. Like, that's, that's, that's right. All right. So next topic I have, uh, good cops, quote unquote, versus quote unquote, bad cops. And the use of uh, the acronym "all cops are uh, bastards." You know, um, you've seen uh, you've seen posts on uh, social media where it's like, "cop don't." Um, a lot of like protests don't show the peaceful side of like where the cops are joining in um, to the protest versus the cops. Some of the cops who are trying to like stage, like freaking, um, like creating situations. Like I saw a video where. Uh, one a couple cops tackled this man to the ground. I can't remember uh, what his ethnicity was, but they um, tackled this man and they were trying to put trying hand, but he wouldn't take it. And the cop kind of kept trying to force it into his hand. So, uh, what do you guys say on uh, that? Having like, what are your stances on cops right now? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Good cops versus bad cops. I think it's like, um. There are obviously good cops. There are obviously bad cops. It's anything you do. But I feel as though as a society, we shouldn't have bad cops. Like, it's not something that you want to have. Like, Chris Tucker, the comedian, arguably, I don't know. But, like, he had the thing of you don't want to have any bad apples. And when it comes down to your police force, you know, like, imagine if you had a pilot who's a bad apple. He can't. He he likes landing sometimes. Like that's not that's not what you want from your cops. Do I think all bad? Do I think all cops are bad? No. Is there good cops? Like you see the protests, you see cops sitting with the people, or people like I saw one. It was like they had the cops. Like the guy was like, "Yeah, I want I want to stand here with you guys. I think it's bad with the, what uh, Derek Savon did. You know, we put our batons aside. We're, we we want to work together with you guys, and it's like that's good. But you see other videos where it's like a guy kneeling down. He's just talking. He's like, "I see you guys. This is my family." But the violence that goes on, it's not good. And the cop goes over to him, take picks him up. I think he picks him up, but like he raises him up and takes him to the cop side of the rides. And it's like, what do you do? Just hurt your feelings? You're gonna, you know, penalize him for that, detain him? And it's like, ah, do I think all cops are bastards? No, not at all. Just some. So, I've never been against cops. I don't really 
like yeah there are bad people but there's also bad people in every single profession you can't tell me that you've had a single teacher that was not a bad teacher or a bad person as a teacher i've had them i guarantee you've had them chris and you have them and like everyone else has had them but the problem is um so they're the good cops that you see on uh, like these social media platforms because the media doesn't show it. The media just wants the views of the anarchy is that these good cops are doing what they're is doing what they believe is right. And the problem with these bad cops is they also believe what they're right. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I can say whatever I want and anyone else can say whatever they want, but it's the opinionated and how hard or how bad it gets blown up. So I can say, like, I think, like, in my opinion, the sky's brown, but then I'll get shot down and blamed for it because that's not my right. That's, that's not the right opinion. And then someone else can say, oh, the sky is purple, but they could get like praised for it as well which is the same way that's happening now cops are saying i stand with this guy i don't stand with this guy and they're getting blown up no matter what and so the the problem with being in the eye of the public 24 7 as a law enforcement officer is legally you have a right to protest however the fact that they're doing it in uniform is where the legality side of things come from. You can protest saying like I'm with like cops can say like I'm with these people arguing that cops should do certain things. But if you do it in uniform showing that you're a cop, that's where problems start to happen. That's a good point. Because I know in the military that it's you can protest. You have the right to protest. You're an American citizen. You have that freedom of speech. You have that freedom to assemble, like to peacefully assemble. But you can't do it in uniform because then you're showing it as a Tate, as what that military branch believes in, which is also why you can't post like, oh, like hashtag Marines for Biden or hashtag Air Force for climate change. Or cops shouldn't be, cops aren't allowed to like protest in uniform from one side or the other. Because then that would make them seem like they're taking a side indirectly without them saying so? Yes. All right. I like that. Um, now, follow up question to that. So you know how like doctors and stuff like that, if like they do something, if they do something that's like completely like, like, um, what do you call it? They get, if they do something wrong, if they do like assault and battery, negligence, all that stuff, they get sued for mel medical malpractice and other that's in that stuff. And that doctor is like immediately terminated. They lose their license, all that stuff. Should cops mm -hmm. be held to that kind of standard if that's, if these things are happening? I mean, like, I think because you're probably, you obviously shouldn't be above the law because no one should be above the law, but sometimes it feels as though people are. But I mean that's a topic for another day. But like, I think if so, like something goes wrong, if you're against going against going against protocol, that's obviously you should be stripped, right? 
like you saw with Derek Spawn, how he had his knee on George Floyd's neck. That's not how you pin someone down. Okay. That's that's not how you pin someone down. Okay. You have you're already because he, he's he's on top of his back. Well, he's a 200 plus pound man. He's not you're not he's not gonna throw you off. Okay. He's not a danger. And also you did it for nine minutes. No matter what race George Floyd is, that cop was wrong. And the fact that the three other men next to him didn't say anything or didn't at least stop him is wrong. Do I think like it was bad what he did, but also it's obviously just against protocol, which is an issue that shouldn't have happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Ian, you have any uh some something to say that my follow up question? Uh I'm not a cop, but I believe <laughs> clearly, but I believe that there are things in place like protocols in place that say if you do this if you do a then you get b if you do c then you get d and things like that but i mean it all depends on how hard the department that they belong to want to push these things yeah i mean for doctors it's fairly obvious if a cop or if a doctor like like stabs someone with a needle whether it's on accident or not it's that's they have much more of a person's life in their hands than a cop ever has really okay speaking of cops i did have a point i did have a couple points about this what this all these notes i wrote on tuesday so like now um within the past 48 hours um Derek's charge has been upgraded to second degree, and um, oh, no. the other the other three cops have been charged with what abetting and uh, what was the other thing? I believe it's aiding and abetting, but I could be wrong. Yeah, they should kept yeah, it no, as that, third degree, to be honest. What did you say? They should have kept it as third degree for uh, Derek Savon or whatever you pronounce the name, because like um that I know I saw like a video it was like an attorney going over like why it was liberally set out as third degree murders because. It's harder to prove that because first degree and second degree have to do with brown intent, but third degree is less about intent and more as like what happened. You know, what I mean, like it'd be harder for the for the jury to prove that or for them to prove that it wasn't ill intent behind it, which is why they did a third instead of rather than first or second degree murder, which is uh, I should have kept it as third because it's more likely he would get convicted, which I do think he should get convicted. Well, what he did was. Th- third degree is murder. Uh, third degree murder is manslaughter, and first and second are premeditated and not meditated. So it's a lot easier to prove second degree murder than third degree murder. Oh, I don't know much about it, but I just know like that's what he said. It was like it's, he, the, it was on turn. He was like it was more likely. He's more. Was, I know why he said straight out first degree. It was like it'd be hard to prove that he was he had ill intent behind it. But second and third, I'm not. I don't know much about law because I'm obviously not a law student. But like, if he gets, I'm fine with it if he gets convicted because I'm more like, I do still think what he was, what he did was wrong in that scenario. But the other, but the other guys, it was. I would say guilty by association. Oh, I should say guilty by association. They didn't stop and they let it happen. What I looked at is uh, what I'm glad that it's not first degree, kind of, in a sense, because that makes it he's um, he has a higher chance of um, walking out, uh, getting acquitted or whatever. Then um, with second or third degree, so if you look at it like that, yeah. Honestly, I don't. 
I don't think anybody should try and push for anything higher because it's going to be even harder at that point. To try and convict them. It's almost it's yeah. nearly like impossible to prove manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to second degree murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The autopsies. I did have I did have a point about that. So the the county medical examiner's offers. So they said they're like, uh, yeah, he there's no sign of strangulation. He basically died of a car- cardiopulmonary arrest, which is basically a heart attack. And the independent uh, pathologist that the family hired, they said they they came to the conclusion that he died of asphyxia. Both of them basically came to the general conclusion of homicide, but differently. Why do you think that is? The I believe it's because the um, medical examiner that the family paid for was getting paid to do it, when the general, like the overall general public medical examiner is just doing what he has to do without trying to um, play favoritism or say, hey, these guys are getting paid, or the private guy is getting paid specifically for this one, when the public one is just like, I'm getting paid to do my job regardless of how I have to do it. Or not regardless of how I have to do it, but regardless of how much I get paid, because I'm getting paid the same amount. I'm not trying to play favorites or play into who has to like me or not. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is saying that he had a heart attack that had nothing to do with strangulation or asphyxiation? Like, why, why, would, like, they, why would they think that? Because as the... As officers, they should have taken to note that they should have called the ambulance on it or something like that. So it'd be like, he would like because he, he needs medical assistance, which is so, I think that's probably the like the the difference is trying to get that medical assistance is with that. If he, they said like he had a heart attack. It's like they're like also you gotta recognize that in that scenario, their job was already done. He was already Driscoll was already in handcuffs, so he should like that's another issue about it. Okay. Um, let's see. The looters and the rioters. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you, you take it away, guys. Let's see what you guys got on this. To be honest, they're wrong. Okay, like I mean, I'm okay with the peaceful protest because that's that's yeah. Like so you said, you had the right to that. You had the right to assemble by the First Amendment. But the looting and rioting, those are both still crimes. They are. You know they're 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 stealing, they're tearing stuff down. Given some people did say, I don't know how true it is by the by this fact they said they have cops instigating the scenario or undercover cops instigating instigating it, and you have supporters or people who aren't supporting it getting in there causing these issues. How much of it's true, I don't know, but still, the rioting and looting—that's not okay. It's like that's not you're not peacefully protesting, you know. And I think going back, like looking at like MLK, this is not something that I, I doubt something he would want because he obviously when he did it, he wanted to keep it as peaceful as possible. But we're kind of going against that now. But it's like the looting and rioting is it's, it's illegal. It's it's not good. It's not necessary to me. Well, to most people, I would say it's not necessary to loot and riot. Uh, so I believe that the looting and rioting is just also what Chris had said, completely pointless. I mean, you can get your point across however you want to, saying, I've seen many things online saying, 
oh, well, these big name stores are going to be completely fine because they have the insurance, they have the money, they have everything that backs them up, the workers, the supply and demand afterwards. But it's the mom and pop shops that don't have that. But people, and then they counter argument with that was saying, they have all this stuff and they can all get it back. But we can't get George Floyd's life back. We can't get the store owner that was murdered to a black guy's life back. We can't get Ahmaud Arbery's life back. I mean, so saying this is, it's kind of hypocritical in their terms saying, just because you can get this, we can't get this. So we're going to make you suffer right Mm -hmm. now. You saw um his brother um yeah his brother's his completely brother against had, it yeah he was like it's not one more. like I, I don't obviously I don't know George Floyd but to say that anyone would want people to be start looting and rioting in their name I highly doubt that because I know if I was died as a martyr I wouldn't want people going around stealing from shops and tearing shops down and, he's, and like his brother said this is not all my brother would want I think he would want the protest because he did die a martyr but he would not want. He wouldn't even want it peaceful. Like, that's what most people, I can say, that's most people would want to be peaceful and to, to get change and reform. Yeah. There, there are so many posts going around on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Like, they're confused. Like, I feel like some people are confusing the protesters, the peaceful protesters with the rioters and saying, we gotta, we gotta, co- we, we gotta go in there and stand our, um, stand our ground and protect our shops because these protesters are gonna go start, um, looting and rioting but like i feel like they're confusing the two and that's what makes this situation even worse they're confusing the two because the media is confusing the two the media won't cover both because the media will only cover what appeals to them and what they know will get more views look at these media channels they've been around for since tv was became a thing before when newspapers were a thing because they know what people want they know what will keep people coming back to them and if they keep showing peaceful protests, they're not going to get the views that they want and the views that they need to survive. Yeah. One thing I do hate, uh, the hate seeing, is when people um when people try to um put like you said the peaceful protesters and the rioters in one group. It's like they're not one group; they're two separate entities that are going to be just like how. Not all cops are bad. Not all cops are good. Not all protesters are bad in terms of they're looting and rioting. Not not all rioters are good in terms of the peaceful process that's going on during this time. So that actually brings up my follow-up question, which is another point. What defines a peaceful protest? Because people, I've seen, there's one post, one specific post that was um, anti-protest that was saying that yelling at the cops and um like hurling like um, insults and all that stuff isn't defined as peaceful. I would think a peaceful protest is not like hurling things at the cops. I don't know if yelling qualifies as being not peaceful, but like you're not like physically attacking the police or whatever. So, or am I am I wrong in saying that? I'd say what peaceful what a peaceful protest is is uh, I I say people are fine with like I'm I'm obviously against the rioting and looting and protesting and everything it doesn't really make much sense to me but the peaceful protest part of it should be like you can stand outside of a store you can stand outside of a town a municipal building a fire department whatever but 
if you're blocking someone from doing their job like they do with blocking firefighters and for and any first responder from getting somewhere that they have to be that's not peaceful because you are admittedly and purposefully blocking someone from doing what they have to do to save to save someone's life save a house save a family and then by doing so you're then just helping the problem that you guys are trying to prevent i think that they should be allowed like if you want to stand outside the freaking if you want to stand outside a target and just stand there like arms crossed chanting that's fine but the moment that that starts coming into like a fury where voices are raised people's feelings are getting extremely hurt and they feel offended and they feel that they have to curse out the people that are going against them they have to start throwing things wielding things as if they they were going to stab someone that is the complete opposite of what they claim as a peaceful protest i was like you know going off that i was like you said the peacefulness it's just like you got to you got to be peaceful you know you got to do what you want get, i mean you got to do what you got to do to get your point across I guess, like, I mean, I wouldn't say too much of hurting someone's feelings. Like, I wouldn't put that, like, make it not peaceful. But, like, sometimes you you, you want to be heard. You got to be heard. You got to do what you got to do. But I just, like, when it turns violence, like, okay, this is not what you should be trying to do. Try to be as peaceful as possible. Do what you do to get your, like, get your point across. Like you said, stand out front and cross your arms, chant. Have your signs out. Like, because you are seen. Like, it's not like it's, you're not being seen. We do see you. see what you're trying to do. We see, we see what you're trying to say. See what you're getting your point across, you know? All right. Okay. Now, follow-up question to you, Ian. Um, you said that um, uh, rioting, looting, and protesting aren't things that. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to twist your words, but like they're they're not helpful. Is um, what I'm trying to get at. So, if protesting in particular isn't the way to go, then what is? I'm not saying protesting isn't the way to go. I'm saying the rioting and looting isn't the way to go. Martin Luther King protested for the entire civil rights movement or civil rights act movement. And, but he, that was a completely peaceful protest. He literally just marched with millions of people and got his point across. Yeah. But I mean, I, right I, I, now I, I, people throwing like rocks and starting fires, flipping cars, spray painting buildings, that's not, I mean, you're going to be heard, but you're not going to be heard in the way that you want to be heard. You're going to be heard and seen as what the hell is going on? Why are they acting like this? They're just a bunch of people are just a bunch of like, for lack of a better term, thugs for flipping cars, f starting fires and spray painting and looting and stealing and killing and uh, stuff like that. But there's I mean, there's another way of there's got to be another peaceful, legitimately peaceful way of protesting. If you have to march again like Martin Luther King and get millions of people to march, do it. Who who the hell cares at that point? Because you're going at, back to something that worked, something that was actually proven to work. But I mean, something that also did work is I have to recognize how our country came to be. Our forefathers, they they openly rebelled against the British. And it's like, they did, they did get, let's be honest, they did get violent. They had the Boston Tea Party. They dumped all the stuff into the water. You had the feathering tar, which is 
pretty bad what they did. You know, they would take they would take they would take a British person or like just a trade a merchant trader, take them, unclothe them in front and like in front of the public, and then put hot tar on them and drop feathers. Like, do I think it worked? Yes and no, as in like they did end up getting their independence. But to say that I getting violent doesn't work, it's kind of hard. And we have the whole country was based off of this or not based off of like how we got our independence from them is that it did come from a violent standpoint too, though. But it also wasn't just the Boston Tea Party and the feathering and tarring that got our independence. We fought a war and won the war with, I mean, hell, if we have to fight another war for what reason? Screw it. Go ahead. I mean, will it happen? Probably not. Will it be another civil war? Um, there's always a possibility of that regardless of what goes on. But that was a term of I'm fighting against you to become free. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe these people that are protesting Black Lives Matter movement want to be free. They just want to have an equality that they don't feel is there right now. They feel like they're oppressed. They want to be free from oppression, I guess you could say. But then what are you fighting? The system that's put in place, the system that's out there. So if, say we go back yeah. to a, a civil war or a Boston Tea Party or a revolutionary war or like the feathering and tarring, what, do you, what are they going to do? Who are they going to fight against? The government that have millions of rounds of ammunition and hundreds of thousands of people to back them up? Because I can guarantee that if we go into one of those, the government is going to come out on top. Well, yeah. But you got to recognize that it's like what a revolution is, is that by definition of what I'm saying, it's like it's just, a, it's just a rebellion that pushes economic, political change. And that does get that political reform. I'm not saying we're going to go into a civil war because that's like you said, I don't think that's people, a fight that people are going to win. Heavens no. But I can see like people urging towards that because like the anger and the oppression that's going on. It's like. I see some videos that go on with the cops. It's like, it does put anger. I mean, because it's like, why is this happening? But also, you know, you see those videos that are like, oh, that, that, bring, that brings a, some faith back in humanity, you know? Yeah, but all, the, I mean, faith in humanity can always be restored. It's the matter of the revo- of a revolution that will kind of go up in the air. And then I feel like it'll just come back and crash and hurt the people that wanted to throw the revolution about a million times more because they'll be heard, but they won't. And they'll lose probably hundreds of like at least thousands of casualties because of it. And then we're going to destroy more of the country. And then we're going to go back all to how this started in the first place, whether, and it'll probably end up like how, Immigrants had come across way back when in New York, where you had like the um, basically like holding cells or something, or like to get screened to come into the country or screened to be allowed if they're allowed to be like functioning members of society. I don't want that. I guarantee no one else in this country wants that, but that might be what happens at a time. It might not be as severe, and it might be, but it could be even more severe. Who knows? That's a very good point to both of you. Um, honestly, 
I kind of, this, the point of this was to help me, like, well, not help me, but help all of us, like, learn about how we think, how we think about this, um, this movement that's on right now, this um, social outcry and all that stuff. But I, I feel like I'm learning more from you guys than I, I probably ever will at this point. But I'm definitely going to keep doing my research and stuff. Um, I'll end it with one more point, And then if you guys have any, like, questions or thoughts or whatever, we can open the floor up for after that. So my last question um, is, do you think these current protests will be a sign of progress for the Black Lives Matter movement? Or do you think things will go like stay the same or will they regress or now we're moving on to like trying to get justice for Breonna Taylor because her um the 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 cops involved weren't charged uh Tamir Rice his uh, the cops that killed him were are free you know stuff like that I think with these protests we have first off a couple things when you see like all the stuff that goes on with the Black Lives Matter, you have your TikTok, you have your Snapchat, you have your Instagram, you have your CNN, you have the ABC, you have all this stuff, all this media. And you see where people stand in terms of like how they feel about certain like the scenario. Like I've seen a lot of posts, people are like, I should say a lot, but there are some posts, people are like, oh, if you don't like it here, why don't you just go back to where you came? But it's like, I feel as though it is going to help overall with our tension, with the racial, with the race tension in the US. But it's going to go down a little bit because we like, we have so many people here and that we see that a lot of people are anti-racist as in they don't want to see racism. They don't want this stuff to happen. Like I've seen a bunch of people. I didn't know where they really stood in terms of like, like black people, like where they stood in terms of like how they feel about a certain race, certain people, certain amount of people. It's like, I'm really getting to see the true colors of everyone. And it's like, I'm seeing a lot more good than bad for the most part. So I think it's going to help with that, like racial tension and all that stuff. Because you can see where, where everyone lies in terms of, like I said, racial tension. I think it's going to be one of those classic one-step-forward, two-step-back types thing. You're going to get ahead, and people are going to get the recognition that they want, or more, maybe less. But then, all in all, it'll probably end up backtracking itself. Because you can, if you're going to pull up these deaths or murders of black people by cops, black people by white people, then you have to, then why not just pull up everything and relook at all those and say, well, this black guy was murdered, but he was murdered by a black guy. So, but that doesn't matter, but this black guy was murdered by this white guy. And that's any that's everything that we have to focus on. So why can't if we're gonna bring up Tamir Rice and Brianna Taylor, why not bring up every other person? Why not bring up David McAtee, who just died in a shooting in Louisville, who was a black store owner shot by another black guy? Why not look at that and see what the hell went wrong there? Look at all these other shootings or stabbings murders whether it's premeditated accidental manslaughter you have to look up all these things to make someone to make it even remotely even in a way 
because you can say, oh, Tamir Rice was murdered and Breonna Taylor was murdered. But if you and Eric Garner was murdered or Ahmaud Arbery was murdered, but then you have to go back and look at why they were murdered or look for a motive, look for a reasoning and look at the person that had done it. And if you can't look at the person that done it, find the person that had done it and find a connection to it because otherwise you're just going to keep opening up these murder cases and trials and tribulations and say, well, this person died because of this, but we're going to leave this one open for whatever reason because we can't find the reason to that. So why not just do something that can find the solution altogether or encompass most of it. I think that's a fair point. I, I mean, I wasn't, I was trying to just name examples. I wasn't like, you know, like specifically focusing on those two. Oh no, but, no, no. Um, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I'm just, that's like another, it's just like, why should we only look at like, why should we look at like, it's like, it's, it's like company, like clothing companies. Like why should we look at like these two shoes that were made off the line or like when also there's hundreds of others that were just came off the line. These two might not have a problem, but then those 98 other ones might have a problem. Okay. Yeah. I, I see what I see what you mean now. I see it. Okay. Um, so those are all the points that I have that I actually kind of just want to talk about for me. Do you guys have anything that you uh, want to bring to the table? Mm. Do I? That's a, that's a good question. Ian? I think this is all just getting out of hand. <laughs> Honestly. Honest to God, I think this is all just getting out of hand. Because people want to be heard. People want to have a reason to feel like they're being heard. And it's got a lot. It's been a week and a day, a week and two days since everything started. I'm not exactly sure because I just kind of looked at it and I was like, well, this is going to blow up like everything else blows up. And I think go on. And I was just going to say like, I think why this is actually blowing up more than I wouldn't say normal, but like, I feel like this is blowing up a, a lot bigger because we're in lockdown and nobody has anything to do. Nobody has jobs, like essential, quote unquote. So now everybody's taking the streets, throwing coronavirus precautions to the wind and saying that we want to be heard about, um, heard and stuff and that. So now yeah. I feel like probably sooner, sooner than later, everybody, most people are going to come down with the virus and we're just going to go right back to the coronavirus pandemic and that was all that was the news that the news was covering again so i don't know yeah i, I think like the whole thing with it getting big now i think it was just like it was like i don't think it was a, it was i think it was more of like a series of events of like george floyd it was like not necessarily his death alone is what caused all the things it was like everything leading up to it like with the you know previous deaths with Ahmad Mer uh, oh, how do you pronounce it Ahmad Arbery you saw that you know, there's a couple of issues, like things that happened before that was like, this was just like nailing off. And this is the thing that really sparked, not sparked it, but like it was the last straw like, for some people. It was like, well, this last straw for somebody, you know, we're, we're processing, processing now. It's like, 
well, we got to get on board with it now because it's like, might, you might not have, we might have to wait a little bit longer for there to be like another protest for something this big to blow up. And I think that George Floyd's was just like that thing that just set everyone over the top, set everyone over the scale to get, to get like, to get loud, not get loud, but like to want to be heard, to go over these issues, to want to seek more change to these issues that are coming down, happening in our country that we see on the news as often as we do. If you lack for a better word, cage up people for months. It's been three or four months at this point of people being told stay in your house unless you have to go out and people are going to react people. It's like human intuition to go out and do something. And humans never were no one. We didn't evolve from staying inside all the time. We went out, we did things we learned and it's that people in my eyes it's that this had happened and there was Ahmad Arbery had just died I believe there was the airman that had died I'd, like a couple days before Ahmad Arbery and then so it was two incidents right before this and then this had happened and it was the fact that there were four other cop. There were three or four other cops there that just kind of ignored the situation. This cop didn't uh, didn't go along with how he was supposed to do things, and people had to react. People wanted to do something because they haven't done it, something in so long. It was that. It was just like that human. That human like instinct or that human feeling of. I don't want to be caged up. I can't be caged up. I need to do something. I need to react. And the fact that no one, like you had said, no one has to go to a job right now. Everyone's staying inside. No one's done anything that makes people readily available to do this, willing to do this, and I'm, they don't. It's not that they don't care that they're doing it because they care a lot, clearly. But I don't think most of them care for the repercussions of what's going on. But then, yeah, I know. that's that's. Good. Speaking of repercussions, you guys see, uh, who was it? Jake Paul got in trouble for the looting, which I think it was just dumb on his part, because like it's been. Has money. He has a lot of money too. He's getting caught in this. I know he probably wants, you know he wants to help with the protests and with the change, but going about the way he did with the I didn't see much into it. But like to get caught with that, it's, it's not, it doesn't look good for you going going into the future. For, not just him specifically, but like for anyone in general. I just think that even if you think that this is good right now, it doesn't. It's not going to work out very well for you in the future if we're do, with doing this rioting and looting. Because because people are getting caught on camera, which is the, you know something that's not good for these people. If you get caught rioting and looting, and you try to go for another job down the line, because I probably half those people are had a file on the unemployment line for a while because they had lit because their job had laid them off, or they just didn't have a job to begin with. Um, I guarantee that's going to be a lot harder to get a job, and they're not thinking about the after aspect; they're thinking of the now. Yeah. And what happens 
if our point gets across, we're not thinking of what happens if this fails and I have to go back to work and I have to try and get a job, but they, no one will want to hire me because they saw my face on the news. They saw my face on social media, rioting and looting and, and chanting these egregious things to law enforcement, to the public, to the president. So, I mean, it's just lack of thought. And same goes to the people who are employed in like essential stuff that we're in the age where like literally everything's getting filmed, everything's getting screenshotted, that um, people are losing their jobs because they're saying such like just com like terrible things on um, it's mostly Facebook, which is even crazier because, you know, Facebook is like that. I feel like it has like that family kind of vibe because like people I know a lot of people still have Facebook because they have family on it, not because of the memes or whatever. But like people are like outing others and um for like the things that they say and people are basically losing jobs over it. Not that I'm not that I'm like not that that's like um I don't I don't know how to say it, like um not that that shouldn't be done, but people need to be for the things that they say that they're not like what whatever side you're on, it's still not okay to say, you know. Yeah, I just hate when people like. To be honest, I hate when people like say things on social media, and they get mad when they get called out for it. Like I saw this one video; it was really bad. It was this high school couple from I think it was Georgia, and there was like how to make a black person give, and they didn't use that; they used the N word. Give them with the heart oh, is, is, is that the one they uh they were pouring stuff in the on the, in the sink and all that yeah, stuff? Sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad, and like she was crying. She was trying to get those guilt tears because she was like she's not, the girl and the boy. They're they're high school. And at this time, they probably had college scholarships, college college offers. All Emphasis on the down. on the had college scholarships. I was like, I saw that. I was like. First off, that was bad. I was straight out racist. And it's like, first off, you got to recognize, like you said, this is the age of technology, age of taking pictures, filming. You have to pay attention to what you say, because what you say, it doesn't just go away. Once you say it, it's out there. We know it's out there. It's just a matter of just digging and searching for it. You know? And it's like, I think if you say something and you stick by that statement, don't try and change it or like, don't try to hide it. Because, like, if you think that if you say something and you think it could have a possibility of making you lose your job or losing your scholarships, why would you say it in the first place? Or why would you at least say it on camera, you know? It comes back to the lack of caring. Yeah. Because I know for me, I personally, I don't think before I speak, you know why? Because I, I just think it's fun to see what, I, what I'm going to say. But when it comes to either controversial things or things that can be taken sensitively or that can be seen negative, I prefer to think before I speak then. Because, you know, I don't want to mess up my own future because I have to take accountability to what I said in the past. Which I think more people should yeah. do is just think before they speak or at least use research, use facts before they say something or just saying belligerently racist. And it's like, whoa, slow roll, cowboy. You, you got to think now. Right. Well, if uh, nobody has any other uh, thoughts, I think we can call it an episode this was this actually went better than i thought and my stomach can now like shut up for like maybe five minutes so 
um thank you guys for uh coming on and uh talking with me i know this i hope i hope you guys got something out of it like if you didn't then i guess thank you for talking with me anyway <laughs> no problem <laughs> um so yeah this is just my way of like getting like like being a part of I guess being a part of something that means something to me in whatever whatever little way that is. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys want to keep listening to uh, my podcast, just you know, it's on Spotify, it's on Anchor, you know, a bunch of other like places you can listen to podcasts and stuff. Um, stay safe, and I mean that in both ways. If you're going out to protest, stay safe. If you know coronavirus is still a thing don't forget it so stay safe with that and until next time i will talk to you guys later bye bye all right one more thing um, and i know yeah. i trash bag what was that? <laughs> I know I know how to tie a trash bag. Don't you forget, all right? Ah, uh, yeah, sure you do. Rachel, you see my you see my uh my bunny loops. Those things are quick, all right. Um yeah, I'm not I don't I don't do the bunny loops. So I, I can't really say I'm a proponent for bunny looping when it comes to trash bags. Weirdo. I bunny loop at work just because it's easy. No, nah, I can't do that. Mm. Can't do that. Me. I'm definitely adding that trash bag pick at the end of the podcast, though. Just <laughs>